Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed, and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Recently, I talked with you about some professional development courses I've taken this year. And I want to take a moment to talk specifically about one of the courses, more because I'm in the middle of it right now. It's a Stanford course called COM19. It's about communication and really it's it's about emotional intelligence. And so I want to give a little recap of the course so far, what I've learned and why it's important, because I want to share with you the professional development that um, I'm a part of. Um, so that I can role model for you. And uh, it's I'm a lifelong learner. It's an important value to me as a person. And growth is one of the core values of Dietitian Boss as a company. So I want you to know, what does that mean? right? And in addition to me taking this course, next week, I'm taking our director of operations, Sarah, to an entrepreneur conference. And we're going together. Um, and that's part of what I do for my leadership staff is I pay for them to go to conferences, professional development, et cetera. Really important part of our company culture because, again, growth and team are values here at Dietitian Boss. And I want our team to feel fulfilled. I want them to learn. So next week, we'll be together in DC for three days, uh, learning with um, entrepreneurs and from them. And the conference is called NERVE, N-E-R-V-E. And it's only available if you're a member of Entrepreneur Organization, which I have been, uh, gosh, I want to say a year and a half. Maybe it's been two years now. Um, EO, Entrepreneur Organization, is a peer group for um, eligible. You can join if you're making over a million dollars in revenue. Um, So the top entrepreneurs all across the country are in this organization and you're placed in a group with like-minded people. It's called a forum. I'm in the New Jersey chapter and you get to learn and uh, share experiences with fellow business owners. And it's a great opportunity to develop and improve and hone in on your business skills and give back to other entrepreneurs because we all have strengths, weaknesses, and different personalities. So I'm excited about the conference next week. Uh, it'll be a great opportunity for us to, for me and Sarah to spend time together, learn from one another, et cetera. Um, and uh, this uh, course I'm taking now just fits very well with it. And this is, as I mentioned in a recent episode, I take courses and learning experiences. I want to say every month, it might be every other month, but every single week I uh, get together with peers. I... Um, do a lot of not only peer learning, but um, I do a lot of virtual um, panels from Forbes because um, I'm on their council. And I also do a lot of virtual panels from YEC, Young Entrepreneur Council. I'm also on, I'm a co-chair of their women's group. So I'm very involved on a regular basis. And it's inspiring for me as a business owner to see what other business owners are doing. And it's a great opportunity for me to give back to my fellow peers. All right. So I want to break down just briefly um, 
emotional intelligence and the competencies uh, that are required from this course. So uh, what is emotional intelligence? There are five components, and it's really important to possess emotional intelligence as a leader, as a dietitian, and as someone who wants to build their presence online and help more people. Uh, It's important that you're able to understand how to work with others, employ empathy, and uh, really lead and manage a team, which you will need if you're going to help more people and work less, right? Because you don't want to be doing all that work yourself. You want to be able to grasp the art and science of delegation. So employing a level, a deeper level of emotional intelligence just makes you a better, it makes you a better dietitian, makes you a better human. So here are the five components. And then I want to review with you uh, the more in-depth chart. Number one, one, self-awareness, the ability to recognize and understand my moods, emotions, and drivers, as well as their effects on others. Number two, self-regulation, the ability to control or redirect disruptive impulses and moods, the propensity to suspend judgment and think before acting, motivation, a passion to work for reasons that go beyond money or status, a propensity to pursue goals with energy and persistence. Number four, empathy, the ability to understand the emotional makeup of other people, skill in treating people according to their emotions, emotional expression and reactions. And finally, number five, social skills, proficiency in managing relationships and building networks ability to find common ground and build rapport. So out of those five, I'll just list them again. I won't define them. Self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skill. Which one stands out? I guess my question would be, what what one or two do you feel that you have grasped fully in which maybe one or two do you think you need to work more on? Um, for me, uh, self-regulation has always been a struggle. So uh, being emotionally flooded, exhausted, that could be burnout, um, all that kind of stuff. So uh, employing meditation routines, making sure that I'm incorporating my hobbies, enforcing boundaries of stopping working at a certain hour is important. But for me, this the self-regulation is definitely the most tricky. Um, I would say motivation is my strength. I, um, I'm definitely, I've taken tests. I'm, I'm very high on my emotional intelligence. Um, but Definitely motivation, empathy, self-awareness, and social skills for me are high on that list. The self-regulation one is is just definitely a challenge. So knowing that, I'm going into this course with a goal because they ask you, which, which I love, to state a personal learning goal in the course. And then they give you a competency assessment and they even ask you, you know, can you ask a family member, a friend, and maybe even a peer or someone that you work with to help you identify from their standpoint what you need to focus on? So they give a whole like um, one through five kind of sub bullets on each. So I'm just going to read them out from self-awareness to self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. So I'm going to read this out to you and then we'll wrap up so you can get a better understanding of the components of emotional intelligence. And then again, the components underneath each um, competency, right? So for self-awareness, aware of my emotions and feelings moment to moment and how they influence my behavior, aware of when I'm uh, emotionally flooded, i.e. lose control in a situation, aware of when I become critical, defensive, contemptuous, or shut down, aware of which emotions I show and influence my words and uh, non-verbals have on others, and aware of my mindful choosing versus impulsive reacting. 
Self-regulation is able to communicate basic emotions, able to align intensity and expression with intentions, able to soothe myself when I have strong emotions, able to recognize and manage my mood, able to suspend judgments and negative attributions, especially when others have strong emotions, comfortable with ambiguity and change, able to suspend judgments while seeking to understand and confident to demonstrate my abilities, accepting and open to feedback and candidly assess them. Motivation, directing and self-motivating with realistic and healthy uh, interpersonal expectations and goals, willing to take risks to improve my skills, able to manage the uncomfortable feelings which risk-taking may trigger, willing to give others authentic appreciation and constructive feedback about their goal achievement, able to recognize and disclose my feelings to show my motivation and engagement, able to express my commitment to personal growth and change. Empathy, recognize others' basic emotions, inquire empathetically uh, and respond sensitively, proactively and openly make appropriate acts of repair, listen to and confirm content and emotions such as the other person would acknowledge being heard and understood, be considerate, open-minded, and inclusive of a diversity of life experiences and social identity like ethnicity, gender, and culture. Respond sensitively to others' feelings, needs, and requests for help, even when communicated unclearly. Social skill, able to influence a group so that my needs, concerns, and my goals are included in the group's agenda, process, or mission. Constructively address interpersonal differences, even when I experience them as difficult or high conflict. Able to give constructive feedback in a connecting manner, especially when I feel angry or resentful. Able to take different roles in support of a team, initiator, supporter, questioner, observer, etc. Able to proactively disclose to others how they influence me in a manner which builds trust and cooperation. So I know that was a mouthful. Um, Out of those, I can um, just point out a couple. They're all super important. So every you know bucket or competency, whether you want to identify the top one that you want to work on, or you want to give yourself a pat on the back for your your skills and how you feel in another competency, the idea is that all five competencies are mastered. Um, but again, you know, I think focusing on one at a time is great. And and the reason it's so important is because when you're working with people, and especially in the online space where you have an opportunity to meet people from different backgrounds. And when I say meet, I mean virtually meet, right? You're connecting with them on Zoom, hopefully with video, so you can get a better sense of who they are. You don't know their background. You're going to get people who are going to have different ethnicities and genders and cultures. And employing empathy is hugely important in your ability to connect with people. And it's also hugely important with your ability to market to them. Right, because people want to know that you understand them and that you uh, can relate to where they are, um, even if you've never been there. So it's it's really important to think about how you can practice empathy. And I do think it's a learnable skill. Some of us naturally have more empathy than others, and I think a lot of dietitians do already employ a great deal of empathy. So it's just a matter of knowing how to use that empathy and use it towards um, your clients and, and really helping them or your leads or your market, right? So if you don't yet have clients, you want to employ a certain level of empathy towards people in your market, right? Your ideal client, let's say you're working with IBS and being empathetic towards the chronic bloat that they experience on a daily basis. And the more empathetic you can be, it has to be genuine, the more you're able to connect with them. And that empathy in a marketing form can look like you 
you talking about the problem that people with IBS and chronic bloat experience on a regular basis and then using the words and phrases they say. And if you don't know what those words and phrases are, that's your opportunity to go find them and talk to them. When it comes to motivation, I think this is also a regulation competency, right? So it's it's in a sense, um, your ability to recognize your feelings and motivation and your ability to express your commitment. Like that's really important when it comes to wanting to go from zero to six figures, right? Wanting to grow a business, wanting to do something courageous and different than the norm of what clinical tells you you need to do in, in, in your windowless office, right? So having that internal motivation and then being able to verbalize it, work towards it, it's going to take a lot of growth and identifying when you're struggling with a feeling or an action where it's coming from, um, I think will help you grow as a person. Last thing I want to mention, although all of the competencies are important, and I already shared the personal one that I struggle with the most, which is self-regulation, self-awareness. So if any of you haven't written affirmations, now is the time to start and here's why. When it comes to self-awareness, when you're aware of your um, emotions and feelings and how they influence your behavior, you can more you have a better chance of shifting anything negative to something positive and either journaling that about your feelings and then thinking about being present with the moment and then also putting what your motivations are, right? I want to work less hours. I want to work with people that want to work with me or want to be helped, et cetera. Um, You want to write those down as affirmations because there's power in um, being aware of your feelings and your motivations and working towards them. Like There's actual research behind that. Um, So I think that that's going to be enough for now. I hope that you enjoyed this little recap of the competency assessment that we're diving into in my COM19 class um, at Stanford that we're holding online. Um, This weekend is going to be the entire weekend full of um, meeting. So it's it's some practice study, and then we do what's called T-groups, which is this really, um, really interesting setting where there's no structure and you're placed with strangers and you go around and talk about feelings. And the lack of structure is, of course, a little challenging for me. And it's an opportunity for me to really tap into my emotional intelligence and be aware in the moment and employ my levels of empathy and understand how people are different and how they respond differently and how they feel certain ways and the vulnerability comes out. So it's it's a powerful opportunity for connecting. And what I want you to take from this is how can you employ a higher level of emotional intelligence for your current marketing efforts? And of course, if you have clients right now, how can you be more empathetic and emotionally intelligent when it comes to your clients? And if you are working with a staff, it's imperative that you employ a high level of empathy towards your staff as well. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need 
to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week. And we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal. And you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.